Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to IndyCar Weekly. I am IndyStar Motorsports Insider Jim Aiello, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Connor Daly, IndyCar driver extraordinaire. Connor, how you doing? Hello. Good. Hey. Let's all congratulate Jim on being married. Thank you. Actually, you should all know, of us in here, it's can, just us two. Thank so you. Yeah, well, all the yeah, all the fan, all the on being you know. married. We had a vacation. He went and got married. I didn't do any of that. You followed me on Twitter, uh, which was nice. Oh, I guess I guess that happened. People, I was, people I was, get really upset, apparently, if I'm not following them on the internet, which well, is wild. I figured, I sometimes just see all of your tweets retweeted, I, and I was like, well, I think I follow Jim. And so apparently I didn't. I was like, when should I bring it up with Connor that we've done like 10 podcasts together and he doesn't follow me on Twitter? I hate when people ask to be followed I wasn't going to ask. One of my biggest pet peeves is like someone who comes to me and is like, hey, you should follow me on Twitter. It's like, if I'm not following you on Twitter, they're like... I, I, I mean... What was the reason you weren't following me? Just because you thought because you were already? Because my timeline gets overloaded, and I want to make sure that Fine. it's not. And the, But now, now that I see what you're tweeting, just live stuff <laughs> about the race, I'm like, well, now my timeline's overflowed. I'm so, oh, so <laughs> is it going to be... You know, did I get muted? No, you're not, did getting, I get no, muted you're not getting Toronto? muted. But I don't even use the mute thing. I feel like that's weird. Why? I wouldn't know um, about it. No, I know, but I, I feel like that's just weird. So I wouldn't uh, yeah. take it personally. You can but mute it's me. Fine. It's fine. But if you, don't ever ask me to follow you on Twitter, or I'll, I will be very <laughs> upset about it because it's just like in out externally, I'll be like, oh, okay, and I'll do it because I'll. I, I mean, I'm not going to say no, right? But just don't ask me to do that. Okay. Well, one day we're going to do a podcast because solely on your social media practices. I've never once asked someone to follow me on Twitter because I was like. I can't, you can't do that. I guess just, that's like socially unacceptable. It's weird. It's just weird. It's just like it's like it's like asking, "Can I come over to your house?" Yeah. Like, well, no, you're not invited over to my house. <laughs> like, if I invite you over to my house, yes. So uh, there that's, you go. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's my opinion on the. I love. I know. Say, we're gonna do. We're gonna do an entire segment one day on on social media <laughs> best practices with Counter Daily. Yeah. Because you do see everything on the internet. Big by social the way. guy. I am. I'm. I'm single handedly trying to. You know. The Rock retweeted me. The Did other he? Day. Yep. Well, I saw you. You said. I mean, I'm. Just, yeah. I'm running the IndyCar social media platform here. Me and Joseph Newgarden's tweets created by Brian Simpson program, which is great. Dream, great dream, there. dream digital, baby. Yep. There you go. But yeah, The Rock retweeted me. I don't know if that means we're friends, but uh, Did I didn't ask him to follow you. But I followed him. Did you? For that, I said, I'm going to follow The Maybe Rock. Maybe there's some reciprocation there coming. I like The Rock. I, I'm, <laughs> a big, I'm a big fan of The Rock. Have you met he's, him? He's doing it, cutting IndyCar promos. I know. Did you Have you met The Rock? No. Okay. I mean, clearly, <laughs> I'm not in The Rock social circle. Well, we have to. There's actually a, a Twitter question that says, uh, who's the best, like, who's the most famous person in your phone? So I mean, yeah, I can't wait to do not that. The, not The Rock, I yeah. assume. It's Alexander Rossi. Is it? No. <laughs> so funny. I'm sure he'd be very happy to hear, very flattered to hear that. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you ask him about his broken wrist? I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, that's hand. funny. Yeah, you guys he, are, you guys, you media members are rough on that, huh? Hey, hey, this guy's on the podium. I didn't ask him. I didn't yeah. ask him one time. It was funny. I figured if it was a real big deal, we would find yeah. out. But Alex is like, yeah, that, that's it's, that is a funny scenario. Anyway, <laughs> just continue. 
All right. Well, after that lovely intro, what we're going to do here, we'll do what we normally do. You guys know the drill by now. We'll be talking about Toronto. We'll preview Iowa. We'll take your Twitter questions. And we'll talk about, I don't know, a bunch of silly season stuff, even though, you know, we're probably not going to do a special segment today just because we, you guys sent in so many good Twitter questions that I feel like we have to get to those. Plus, Connor is due at uh, Andretti Autosport later today to shoot <laughs> yeah. some promotional things. So well, I don't know what we're doing, but they... I oh, to go. do... Okay, I'm well, sorry. I, just I, I'm do. supposed to sign stuff for them, too. Well, it's promotional. So yeah, that's fair Still enough. working for Andretti Autosport, which is great. Yeah, you got the you, you got the Air Force hat on right now, so that's... I mean, is that the is that the Andretti one, or is that just the... Well, single? I have to be kitted out in my Andretti stuff, yeah. Okay, and so that's... So, so yeah. In I'm, case I'm, they photograph you? Up. Okay. Yeah, well, we're doing video stuff, apparently. I don't know. Oh, we'll okay. We'll see. All right, well, there you go. So we're going to, like I said, we'll probably won't do any special segments today, which, sorry, but there's plenty to talk about between uh, Toronto, between Iowa, between Silly Season, and between all the million questions you guys sent in, which, again, thank you so much. Some really good stuff. Oh, well, we, I mean, we have to talk about the fight, but we'll get yes. to that. That's going to be – actually, do you want to just start there? Because that's like, that's like the order yeah, of events I mean, on, at, at Toronto, yeah, I mean, honestly. No one cares about the practices in Toronto because nothing really happened so except skip. everyone spun and hit a wall at some point. Which, again, I will say, I think <laughs> – well, we got to talk about that because I wrote about why like yeah. we see so many – spins in practice these days but yeah. no yellow flags during the race yeah it's kind of a weird but someone asked me that that question too like during the weekend they're like oh man are we gonna have a lot of yellows yeah and i was like i don't think so yeah because like this this same thing happened i think either two years ago or last year when i was in, when i was there and i was like we we the drivers right now are at such a high level like you're gonna have to find the limit right, right. even like i think every single person in the fast six spun or hit the wall too like you know what i mean like yeah. dixon spun yep rossi destroyed a wheel like this like people are new just, garden spun yeah. new garden spun yep. i mean it is it is very hard to drive these cars on the limit on a street course especially toronto where you know the last sector is all off camber you know you're basically running over manholes and roads that should never be driven on with with real cars but we're trying to drive with them on race cars yep. and um and that's just going to happen so i i think i think when you find the limit yes that's great um but you know as long as you don't go over it in the race then yeah. you're fine but but you've found the limit in qualifying and like if you're i mean we're, we're looking for hundreds of a second right. tiny tiny margins and you got to be perfect i mean it's it's so small. Like Alex, you know, when he when he destroyed the left front wheel on the thing, yeah, he clipped the wall like just just at the apex, and that wall sticks out maybe an inch, okay, or so. And I because I know it, and uh, just bent the rim back, and and that's what that's what it caught. That's what causes it. So, you know, it you when you're driving at such a high level, like in this racing series. Um, you know that's going to happen, and I think it's pretty cool to to see that. You, you know, know who, you know who didn't do it, and then I, the quote after the race was really interesting. The guy who I don't think he spun during practice or hit anything was Felix Rosic, was qualified really well. Yes. But then at the end of the race, he said he lost a couple spots right at the beginning because he said guys were throwing into turns even like deeper and breaking later than he expected. And I was yeah. like, I wonder if he had regretted not you know pushing a little further in practice to see where those limits were. Well, I think a lot of that though is as a rookie, you won't know that, right? I okay. think even if, even in practice. If you, you know, break super late, you know, it's different with, you know, the traffic around you. So yeah. I think that's just a rookie deal. And, you know, the guy still obviously had a great run. Yeah, he finished fifth. Had a good um, day. Yeah. Yeah. So the Ganassi cars were like, were really strong all weekend. I, I, I told my friends, obviously they looked to me for, for betting um, ideas. <laughs> and uh, it was obviously going to be Pagano. Again, here we go. My, my guy Pagano, oh. the 22 car. Oh, I'm going to beat um, you up on this, though. Pretty solid. You bailed on him ahead of this race. Just, I don't think so. You no, I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. When did I bail on him? On the last podcast we did, you said, 
it's going to be a two horse race between oh, Joseph yeah, Newgarden and Alexander, yeah. and you bailed on Simon Pagenaud. I did. You did. But and boy, th- did I say he was my dark horse still from the beginning of the year. Fine, that's and fine. Here he is. You're still sticking. With, you're coming I'm back. Still, I'm still saying it's it's going to be a two horse race at the end. You still okay? You're not backing off that either. I think. Okay. Oh. But Simon <laughs> is. I mean, again, you still have. The top four, I mean, those are your guys, right? Yeah. Pagano, Dixon, Rossi, and Ugo. That was the and thing. That's the hilarious thing. And Joseph even tried to plow into the wall at the end of the race. I which know. Is hysterical. And goes along with the luck that Joseph Newgarden's had this year. Pretty lucky. He's to, had to, some Pretty some lucky breaks. to continue, you know, racing with that. And Alex, the first thing Alex said to me, I was sitting next to the podium. He's like, so Joseph drove straight in the wall, still finished third or fourth? I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, let's not, again, I'm not going to get into the conspiracy theories, though you and I both love them. Uh, but Will Power hitting the wall and helping Joseph oh. kind of limp to the end is is it's coincidental. And apparently, say. Simon, you know, was trying to make fuel mileage, right? Yeah, I, I'm, that I mean, was one of the things. Are you going I was gonna say, and I was like, Roger. I was like, I was sitting in Alex's pit. And I was like, looking right to the right, and there was Will Power's pit. I'm like. There's no way Will Power makes that mistake. I mean, he's oh, you, not, I mean, I don't, you're calling shenanigans. No, I just, but I just, I mean, unless. I just, it's just crazy. Like, that's two huge mistakes in the race. And I just, yep. I haven't seen, you know, he tried to take out half the field in the first lap. And I, know. I was like, man, that was, that was wild. But I mean, the guy has never, what, not made it in the fast 12 since, it's like know, four years, 2015. Yeah. So, like, he's not used to starting back there. Right. So I can see him already being frustrated. So the, ter- the, the lap one incident, understand from Will Power's statement, the right. guy's already upset. And the car's, he has never been that far back, and no. the the accordion effect in that brake zone in particular, that one is really big. Like you're braking so early because everyone just stacks up. Yeah, and he just there's no grip down there. So like I I I, I get it because I've started that far back, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's 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 interesting to see him make another mistake on the last lap of the race. Okay, so I, uh, in the, so I don't get is that. there like a little. A code then? Because somebody would have heard it over the radio. Oh, Rogers. always codes. Is, there, yeah. is that what it is? I've, I've been a part of secret codes before. Have you really? Yeah. I mean, we've never used them, oh. but they're available but there are But there us. are codes. Yeah, they're like yeah, little yeah. signals. Can you yeah. give us an example of what a, like a code would be? Uh, like, no, like, it's like, just like the words dumb. are. It sounds okay. like it's really official, but you're like, what? Like, who? Like, what? What is that? But yes, it sounds very official. It's, it's not... You're not going to know that it's a code. Okay. Okay, so it's very well disguised. This is like a baseball yeah. thing. Okay, so that's very, that's, very. Yeah. So, you, so, the possibility for willpower shenanigans are happening. Like what? <laughs> like it's the last lap of the race, and the guy was what, like eleventh. Like it's not like he was tenth. Yeah, top ten. Like power was really struggling. I mean, if the guy wants to, I mean, are they are they counting him out of the championship already? You know what I mean? Like he that's, said that's he's odd. like I saw three guys in front of me fighting. He's fifth in points, and like, but he's yeah, yeah. he's he's. For all intents and purposes, I think he's done in the championship. No, I never count anyone out. <laughs> you are the two-horse race yeah. guy. Don't count anybody out. Well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, he did have three guys in front of him, and on the last lap, everyone's going to go crazy. That's so what he thought. Yes, he could have That's what advantage. he thought was happening. I can and then, see both sides, but big conspiracy theorists obviously here, so... I'm not, like I said, I, I talked to him afterward, he seemed I mean, pissed, I'm going to Area 51 to find, the, to rush the gates with everyone else on Facebook, so. Yeah. Definitely uh, big into conspiracy. No, I, I saw they did some ABC or somebody's doing like the 50 year of the moon landing, and I was like, yeah. come, come on. But you know, that's, it. yeah, we're going back, just going back to the Hollywood stage. No, that I'm is sure. just quite, yeah, it's just very interesting. <laughs> I'm glad we, we discussed all that. I'm good. All right. To get on to more serious topics. Okay, so. Yeah, Will has a bad race. I, I, I will say, while we're on the topic, because I don't want to have to get back to him now, but I mean, at. I think he's 128 points back. 
with six races to go, is that is that doable? Just considering the four drivers that he has in front of him. Yeah, I mean, it is odd that there's only six races left now. Like, I just looked at the schedule Weird, and I was right? like, oh, I thought we still had like eight <laughs> left. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's getting down to it. And, I mean, the crazy thing is, you know, Alex had a great day. Didn't have enough, really, for, for Scott or Simon. No. But, uh, you know, Newgarden finished right behind him. So, he still is not leading the championship. You know, four points. I mean, it's... It's going to take a race where they're separated by multiple positions to really start changing the, you know, changing the pace. Um, and Joseph's really good at Iowa. Alex has never had a good race at Iowa, nope. so um, you know I'm sure they're going to be really focused on on development there. Um, you know, Andretti cars have been quick at Iowa, but I, don't, right. I just don't think that track is just so weird and so unique, and um, and it, it it honestly is just it's so brutal in our cars that it's you know you're going to have to be. Yeah, I don't know. You're just gonna have to be ready for anything. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're probably I, that, to the point about Joseph. I was gonna look up and give you some stats, but nine of nine of eleven finishes now inside the top five, which is pretty yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. And, and then I think uh, Alex is probably around there too. I think it was six of his last eight have been podium finishes. Exactly. I mean, these guys are yeah. on a different level of consistency They're running, right now, yeah, which uh, is good. And then Simon, and, and again, not to count out Simon or Scott. We know we know what Scott's capable of, and Simon Simon's gone on crazy runs before, so we can get into the championship more. But let's, like I said, let's rewind to the thing that everybody wants to hear us talk about was the uh, the, the, the the rumble, the rumble in. Uh, I can't I can't think of a good rhyme for that, but we'll look we'll for later. Yeah, basically but, just like the old dudes. <laughs> punching match it was it's almost 80 years old of the, of, the of, senior of, citizens wrestling match well i got yelled at it for was saying, like uh, it was like what was that what was that movie where all, all the young basketball players played old dudes oh yeah uncle uh, drew uncle drew yeah. yeah it was like the uncle drew of racing <laughs> okay i can't i gotta say i got yelled at for calling it punching yeah Seb wasn't, Seb wasn't happy with me yeah but he's not happy with anyone ever so i'm not I mean, gonna I, I, I get it i'm just gonna you know whatever i yeah. gotta say they they shoved each other yeah so you had of, a, someone said someone said to me though he's like oh, i like jim's response jim was very good at that and i said all right good jim, good good for jim yeah, well good. yeah someone judged your response as appropriate and good well <laughs> so that's important i appreciate that yeah, uh I, know, I don't know i don't know who it was so what's rewind your driver you saw what seb did uh did you see what seb did yeah, I mean, I saw the replay. I mean, I just the problem is, and I I even talked to Craig Hampson about this, and okay. I and I won't I won't say what he said, but like, <laughs> I think for some reason Sebastian never gets going out of the pits. Like, it takes him at least two laps to either figure out where he is or like what is going on. Okay, because that's either that's just the way he does it, or like maybe he's got a certain tire warm up procedure that he likes to follow just in or his something. Own. Okay. But like, the guy is clueless. For the first two laps. And I, I will say that because I have been very upset with Bourdais many, many times. Whether it's been on ovals, whether it's been on road courses. And he doesn't care. Which is fine. In racing, you are your own thing. Like, you're your own person. So, yeah. like, you don't have to care. Because it's a it's a dog-eat-dog fight out there. And, 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 and honestly... I understand the frustration for sure because I'm sure you know Sato from, Sa- from Sato. Had, yeah. yeah, okay. Sato and him have had you know comings together. Obviously, Road America, they Texas too. Other. Yep, uh, Texas. I mean, and 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 Sato, you know, Sato will be an aggressive driver sometimes. We of obviously know that. Um, but I really did not expect him to really go at someone. <laughs> like, did I? I don't think I've ever seen that ever out of Sato. Um, but I was a big fan of it. 
I think, I think <laughs> we, we got to have cameras doing more work than, than just catching it out of the corner of our eye. Well, um, but but I didn't know. I mean, I'm sure most of our camera people aren't expecting to see fisticuffs flying or un- hand slaps or whatever you want to call it. Unconfirmed, unconfirmed source. I guess not unconfirmed. I have yeah. I I can't say where I got this from, but that wasn't an NBC camera. That oh, was yeah, a, that was a ra- that was a race control. Track, yeah, yeah, track yeah. camera. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. They, they didn't even NBC didn't not, not to blame NBC. They no, can only put so many cameras yeah. they have, but they yeah. didn't. They 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 were just kind of lucky to have it on. Yeah, like just like a pit lane. Well, because I heard about it, I'm like, please tell me somebody got this on oh, camera. I said the same thing. I was like, God, I got to see video of this. We were all watching the pit lane. <laughs> we were all screaming like, Oh, here we go! Did you Did you see it though? No, I didn't see it. You were I, too far. You were down in Analysis yeah, we pit. were at the front. Yeah, I, okay. I just I I just saw it on the uh, on the internet. It's uh, but uh, but yeah, that that's that's the thing with Bourdais. I mean, it's I totally get it because there have been many drivers who have obviously like, well, who did you get stuck behind? Uh, Bourdais. <laughs> well, how did that happen? I just didn't even look in his mirrors like not even once um so and i but i but i totally get it like you can't disrespect sebastian Bourdais. the guy's got hundreds of race championships and wins and stuff like that the guy i mean he's a legendary been formula one all of that stuff for yep. a reason yeah right talented guy for sure but yeah we, all, we all have to deal with it is it <laughs> um <laughs> So, so I understand it. So you understand what I, w- but I, I can't wait to see it happening with between a couple of younger fellas as well. Like, yeah, who do you want to see? In a, who do you want to see in a fight? I don't know. I want to see Santino Ferrucci get punched in the face. <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. I don't think so. Um, I think I Rob think, Robin was asking him who he wants to fight. I, I think he was getting mad at. Yeah, he was mad at the Carlin guys. I saw both of them. Yep, he gave he gave Sage the old bird. I think I he like, did. Hey, Sage is pretty respectful out there. Well, I wouldn't fight. I, I wouldn't day. fight Sage either. I by wouldn't the way. fight Sage. Yeah, I mean Sage is a wrestler. Yeah, I was gonna say like Sage a is a champion, big wrestler, dude. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I like the heated. I mean, people. We're, well, we're fighting for you know. Yeah, we're fighting for our lives here, our, our jobs, our careers. I mean. Bourdais not fighting for his job or career, and Sato's not either because they're always going to go racing whenever they want to. But, yep. um, but it's good to see the fire. In them. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, fire. I think it's good for IndyCar, right? Like, yep. I, honestly, and again, I can say this: that my most my most read story of the weekend, the story yep. on that fight. I mean, people Who are inter- people are interested in that yeah. stuff. Do you think that? Well, I, some of the again, I can't. I don't want to say like who said yeah, it, but like pe- people were like, why. <laughs> Kevin Diamond, you know the. Uh, I talked to Kevin as well. Yeah. He, he broke up the fight, and there's been a bunch of people giving him a hard time for breaking it up. Yeah, I know. Even in NASCAR, they got big dudes in burly jackets fight, breaking up fights. And know? he's not wrong to at all. But yeah. I was just saying, it would have been kind of fun to see it play out a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they both have their helmets on; they're protected. <laughs> well, he was like, I don't want anybody to throw a fist and like break their hand on a helmet. Yeah, I'm that's like, what he said. I was like, Yeah, but guess who's here ready to substitute me? Yeah. <laughs> You let, him, you let go him go. Anytime. Yeah, <laughs> just let him ride a little. So, bit what'd there. you think? I mean, I thought the okay. Well, let's break. We'll break down the fight. I thought Sato did a pretty good. Got up, got up, got up out of the collar, right then grabbed there, his yeah. helmet. Yeah, and then and they s- couldn't do a lot because he was standing in his car. Standing in his car. Did he, he shoved him off eventually? Tripped. Yeah, yeah, he did. He almost fell out of the car. Yeah, but that, that would have been funny. I think. <laughs> I think it would have been. I thought it was good a good for Sato. I mean, he's small and good for him. Not afraid. Well, he went over. I mean, he literally went over screaming at him like, "What? What the heck are you thinking?" Because there's a one. I, mean, I have wanted to do that though so many times. To Seb, like, it does happen. Yes, or to anybody. It, I mean, Sebastian. Okay, like, I really have. Like honestly, I'll be totally honest because I don't really care at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's one of those. Like, there are so many situations though where 
when you look at it, sometimes, okay, there's traffic situations where it's like, you know, some, it could even be Alex or someone that I like. It's like, oh, shoot, they didn't actually see me. Yeah. But if there's consistently a guy who literally is always in your way, like, and it doesn't matter if you give him the biggest gap in the world, some way he will block you or there will be some sort of disaster, it's always Sebastian. Okay. So, like, I, so I get it. I, I, I get it completely. Well, like I said, yeah, Takuma was just, I mean, I think he was, what he was mad about, it was one time lap. Yeah, that's but, what we were but, at. But that's all you need. That's right? a, like one time lap. No, but I'm saying, but there's no reason. There, there's no reason to pass anybody yeah. because. Yeah. That, and so I, I mean, Seb didn't, and he said he wasn't anything about the past. But it had to be something yeah. about the past because why would you go around Sato other than to irritate him? But like, I don't know the accident in Detroit, right? Yeah. With with Sebastian yeah. and Piggott. like, what was Spencer supposed to do? No, <laughs> but, but like then, but then Sebastian's like, well, what was I supposed to do? It's like, what, what do you mean, like? <laughs> There's a lot of things you could have done there. Yeah. Like, couldn't have, you know, but that's, that's just the way it is. You yep. know what? He's, and, and I'm, I'm totally jealous that he's got a job still and I don't. And, uh, you know, he's won many races, so he deserves it. But I still just, I don't, I know, that's, maybe that's the way. Like, so you were, you were Team Sato nice on, guys on that never one. Win. Nice guys never win. And I, that's one thing I've learned. Well, that was the, sure. have you seen Sato like that before? No, that angry? I don't think I've ever seen him. Because I've been mad at Sato before. I came up to him after the, the Road America 2017. I was like, what are you doing? And he's looking at me like <laughs> with a blank look on his face. Like he, he had no idea that he either forced me right off the track or shot me or went just absolutely side horned me off the track. And I'm yeah. like, dude, like what, what, what? And he looked at me totally calm. Just didn't say anything. I was like, Oh, I don't remember that. I was like, I, I don't know what. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, this conversation didn't go anywhere, <laughs> but like, yeah, he wasn't, he didn't care at all. So like, again, that was, it was very funny to see him charged up. Well, like I said, so I've seen him like after Road America last year when Alex was like, remember when he kind of, uh, he was pushing Wickens off the side and Road America yeah. and he kind of pushed Sato off the side. It was kind of like the same move. Yeah. But I talked to Sato afterward and he was mad, but he was still kind of smiling. Yeah. Like he was just kind of like, oh, I'm not really happy with Alex. I've never seen that out of his, But like, he was not anymore. smiling before. Yeah. Oh, for him. He was kind of laughing after when I was asking him about it. He was just like, I don't yeah. know what he was, I don't know what he was thinking. He, he was Love super it. impulsive and crazy. So I, res- I respect it. So, more fights is what we're asking for. Yeah. Let's see more of this. Indeed. All right. Um, anything else you want to say about the fight? Um, nothing about the fight, but the race. Yeah, um, let's go to that. Simon Pagano. Uh, yeah. I mean, no one was going to beat him. We knew that. I. I yeah, easily. Uh, <laughs> on, Dixon, on, on Friday? I did, Dix, Dixon, I did think, had a chance. I think Dixon, both the Ganassi cars, because Felix and Dixon kept like trading off, like, yeah good laps every now and then i was like oh maybe they got a shot here but it's hard once simon gets in front he's very good so like if, if he's leading I, I often you know i've talked about the, about that before in the podcast so when he's leading he's he's doing really good and dixon um i noticed he was complaining about like uh horsepower uh at the which was on the wild. straight was he was like, talking about interesting um well but again, that could be could be something. Obviously, we we know that the Chevys were quite powerful at Indy. Well, you've um, you've kind of you've driven both. Have you noticed the difference on the straight line power? I can't notice anything. No, I mean it, it, I've only driven on ovals, and okay. that's you know it's it's at, at Texas everyone's sort of the same because you're lifting and you're trying to go. But in Indy, Indy for sure. Obviously, the Chevys had had an advantage. Okay, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, you know those guys were all 
very good, and so there wasn't a lot of act- action there. You know what I mean? It's just they were both driving at the limit, and I don't think Scott, you know, Scott needed to have another half second of speed in his car just to try and pass him. Well, right? he made up so, nothing there. So explain to people what happens though when he he makes up a six second gap in the last ten laps and then can't yeah, get, can't air. get around him. Clean air. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of medium speed corners in Toronto, right? Medium speed corners are totally aero dependent. You know, your third, fourth gear, um, really even second, third gear, that whole last sector, like you need all the aero possible on your car. And if you get even close to a car, you're, you know, you're going to be losing speed. So, okay. um, so that, that's why he can get there. And Simon was also dealing with traffic. And yeah. I'm right. Sure, you know, traffic is difficult to pass when you get here or, or when you get there clearly. Um, he seemed upset with some people not giving him. Yeah. And, and I could see that, but like, yeah. you know, those guys got to fight their own race. Right? Yeah. I, mean, they, I mean, you got to, especially trying to stay on the lead lap. I mean, the guy lapped up to 12th, right. But like if a yellow comes out, you don't want to be that first guy a lap down, right? No, so no, for it's, sure. It's, it's one of those situations that I do understand. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good, I mean, good for, you know, Colton had a good race. Coming, yeah. Coming kind forward. of a quiet one, actually. Yeah, Nobody Colton really talked just about just quietly had a nice day, yeah. which is important. I think for him to just lock in top 10 finishes. Um, and Graham, honestly, I think probably had the race of the day because he was in the tire barrier lap one and the guy still finished ninth. I, I have, I have no idea. I was like, where did that even happen? Well, him and Will. Did that happen? What, yeah, both went in the tire barrier, yeah. and they both worked their way back up. And you're yeah. like, how did that happen? And they did. So, yeah. And then, so that was impressive, I think. Graham had obviously a good race. Um, both Carpenter cars went backwards again, and they hit each other at the same time. What was that um, about? Have you I, talked to I – mean, I mean, I mean, Ed Jones did the exact same thing to me last year. I literally talked to Spencer about that at the airport. I was like, yep, he drove me in the wall. Same place last year. Exactly the same place. He gets to that corner and drives straight and puts you right in the wall. I didn't hit the wall, thankfully, but Spencer like legitimately got driven into the wall because I'm assuming he didn't think his teammate would do that to him. Yeah. Now again, I know we're, we're racing. Yeah, racing is hard, and you want to beat each other, but I just <laughs> think that was really necessary. I don't. I just guys. don't understand from a teammate perspective why you yeah. push him. Why you'd push him like that, or why? Yeah. yeah it was. It I was odd. I. I don't. Again, that, that that's a tough scenario because both of those cars had a lot of speed. Yeah, they and, qualified and, okay. And, I know, think. Yeah. The the race pace. I, I think. I think Spencer had some uh, difficulties in the pits. He said, I guess they weren't getting all the fuel in there or something. So that that obviously you know, affected a, his race. Hurts, but, yeah. but Ed, I mean, Ed was fast at the beginning. And He's, I don't know how again. He was, he was fast know. six. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, was definitely, definitely fading there. So, so that's a shame to see those guys, you know, bounce off each other like that. That was a shame. But uh, Max Chilton had a good qualifying effort as well. Was proud of those guys. The, yeah. Uh, the Carlin guys. Moved up a spot um, too from 14 yep. to 13. Oh no! Well, I'm sorry. No, he back qualified thirteen. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm sorry. Yeah. But they 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 had a new new damper package this weekend that they were trying out the Penske dampers. So looked okay. Um, I hope that if I potentially get in that car again very soon, that maybe we will work with that damper package. But definitely better. You think? You then? St- well, when you started, yeah, but it's better. I think on a road course, but it's easy to do that if you take it to an oval. That's like when you really have to fine tune. Okay. Everything. So it'll be hard. It'll be hard for them to you know continue to work through this damper development program. But that's what being a new team is about. You, yeah. you got to work through that stuff. So. That's exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what that's that's what they're doing right now. Exactly, so, um, working through it. Let's talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to talk about the passing a little bit just because yeah. of this is what we talked. Like, there wasn't a lot of action at the front, like you said. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's it's okay. I'm not saying that's a, a terrible thing, but I think what everybody after the race started to say pretty like Joseph was like, yeah, you may be able to do some things if the tires fall off a little. You know, if the tires are a little more different or yeah. anything like that. But really, what it seemed to happen was that there weren't many yellows. Yeah, uh, and these and and what Will said, and what Joseph said, and what Scott said, and what Hinch said was that the quality of driver in the series right now is not. Good. There's, it's really good. Yeah, there's not. People aren't making mistakes. No, there's no denying that. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's the same reason why on ovals, you know, in Texas we had a couple of yellows, people started doing stuff. Yeah. But, the, but I think it's, it's uh, you know, if, if there's yellows, it's because people are really trying to, you know, go to that extra, you know, that next level to either make a pass or something. And that's what you got to do. So, um, you know, I'm curious to see what happens, you know, in Iowa. Iowa, obviously the track is in rough shape. Uh, you know, the race is going to be, Later, it's not a night race. It's good. The sun is going to be up, and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm actually not. I think it's going to be really difficult because if the sun is setting, yeah, I couldn't see anything at Texas. That's turn yeah. three, four. I couldn't see a single thing. And if I'm trying to pass someone, you need to see every every inch. Yeah, and I could. I was blind. So what do they expect is going to happen when the sun is right in our eyes coming into three, four, or whatever? I mean, I, I think it's a really potentially hazardous situation um and i don't like it because if it's going to be a night race start it at eight and then they go okay yeah you get 30 minutes and the sun's coming down and it's night but you know i i don't make the tv schedules obviously well i was gonna say that's gotta be more of an nbc and it's gonna be the it's gonna be i looked at the weather this weekend 98 degrees or like a hundred million degrees and i was like uh well, that's uh, what's the hottest point of the day? Probably five, six o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, especially in the you know middle of the country. So, my other question to you is: then this is not like uh, when they did the Saturday night race in Texas. You guys got the Thursday practice at night. Yeah, you're not getting that here at Iowa. No, we have a seven o'clock practice on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, we have a seven o'clock practice. Well, IndyCar.com has not updated that. Uh, okay. Well, I, th- I, saw, I saw it on my on my schedule. I, I got the Andretti schedule at least. Oh. I, I don't, I'm probably not driving for Andretti this weekend, but. <laughs> There is a there is a Thursday or a Friday night practice. There's a oh, we oh, have Friday, a ten, Friday night, yeah, but Friday night, Friday yeah. night. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. so fr- after Friday, qualifying, yeah, so after qualifying. Okay, yeah. okay, but that, yeah, but there's not an extra day the that, Thursday, like, like the Texas one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what is the benefit of an 11 a.m. practice on Friday or Thursday? Yeah, no, Friday. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, for me, if 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 I'm potentially racing, which I probably am, <laughs> don't um, don't get yourself yeah, in trouble. Don't, yeah, don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Let's just move on. But uh, <laughs> I mean. I mean, for us, like for me, it's going to be very important because, you know, at Carlin, right, they got new dampers to test, right? Yeah. They got probably, you know, that's going to be, it doesn't even matter what condition the track is in, you got to get back into it, right? Okay. I haven't been to Iowa in this new car. So again, that's going to be something that's, that's a little bit different. Okay. Um, and for a lot of people though, there's more power this year. So most of, a lot of people haven't tested. So the new power level is going to be different. How yeah. do you apply that? So um, Joseph was talking about the same thing. Qualifying yep. is still, you know, also in the heat. So you're going to be, yeah, it's at two o'clock. I mean, it is useful. However, race wise, obviously the only practice session that matters is the one after, after qualifying. So that's what you're thinking so. is that, is that the 11 a.m. helps the qualifying and that yeah. the 7 a.m. is for the race or 7 p.m. Yeah. is for the race. Okay. But I, yeah, I, I really, I just hope that when we get there, we don't see that the track has holes in it. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I love the people at Iowa, yeah. and I think they do a great job. But like, something is going to have to be done about that track. The track for our cars. We produce so much downforce that we physically will not be able to race there anymore. If you're, if you're having to turn into turn, you know, three at 198 miles an hour. And there's a hole in the track, you know what I mean? Or there's like, there's stuff that's flying, you know what I mean? Or, or it's so bumpy that like, we don't have power steering. So like it's, it, we feel everything. Yeah. And that's, that's going to be very interesting. So bumpy track, not going to be able to see. Not going to be able to see anything. And then a bunch of people and that haven't practiced there. Yeah. And, and more no power. Pra- no yeah. practice, more power, can't see anything. Well, that sounds and fun. And it's hundred degrees. You guys are going to have a blast. We are going to just have a tremendous time. Jeez. Well, I mean, and honestly, I, I know there's a fan question about this. Yeah. Um, 
this will be the most physical race of the year for sure. Really, more than like Detroit and I think that so. kind of okay. Mo- most physical race of the year by far. Okay, um, because I know how hard Texas was. Yeah, and I don't really expect. I didn't expect that one to be hard. But I think Iowa for sure is just one of the, especially if it goes green for a long time, it's just relentless, yeah, relentless, you, relentless, relentless. I've been training so hard for this event if I potentially do it <laughs> because it's like I, I, I don't want to, you, you don't want to get to like lap 180. And be toast. And like you just, you cannot physically turn the wheel anymore. And and sometimes that, that'll happen. Like it, that will happen. I'll probably feel that way if I'm racing. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just have to figure out ways around it, right? That's all. I mean, you guys, I remember you, after Texas, you were, yeah, I think you were bleeding, really, exhausted. Yeah. Graham yeah, was like, yeah. that was, Graham and Rossi were both like, man, that was yeah, physical. Was like, hard. yeah, it was so, so you're expecting Iowa we to We love do, that feeling. Like, it's cool yeah. to put it all out on the line, but like, it's, it's going to be tough. Not to compare, like I said, I'm not, I'm not interested in a lot of Formula One comparisons, but we did yeah. hear, I forgot who was talking about it the other day, it was saying. so easy. Well, it was just, it was just saying, he's like, I, I got more, I got more of a workout doing a go-kart race than yeah. I did than the actual Formula One race. This was a few and weeks ago. And I look ago. at it, I mean, the, there's no, the steering inputs on those cars. I mean, it's just. It's, it's like nothing. It's like nothing. I yeah. So, I I yeah. Iowa's gonna be. Um, that's one's gonna be interesting. I think there'll be a lot of people complaining about just random things by the by the end of the weekend. Well, I was gonna say it's one of those practices where I feel like you guys are gonna come off because that's that's like again people fans don't know yeah. after after qualifying we get to talk to every driver comes out yes. get in that in the bullpen and usually after like Texas there's like 15 people complaining about different things which is. The way it goes. I mean, but but you guys are going to have. I mean, it sounds like legitimate com- issues and complaints coming up here. Yes, yes. If you're driving, we shall see. We'll just yes. keep. We'll just keep saying that. Yes, indeed. Um, Should we get to our fan questions? Since there's a lot of them here. Yeah, we can get into that because I feel like you know Toronto. We covered it. There wasn't a lot of cool stuff that happened other than a fight. No, Toronto was good. Do you want? Do you want to get the? I mean. No, I guess I, would, I don't know. I was going to ask about the championship, but whatever. Oh, yeah, well, the championship's going on. I was going to. Yeah, it's going on. <laughs> it's happening. It's a two horse potentially three race. So, oh wait, there's one question I do want to ask you though. Yeah. Simon talked about how important it was to have a versatile car at Toronto in terms of being able to handle the different types of track there are. Can yes. you explain that a little bit? Because I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, I mean, each surface has a different grip level, right? So, so how many surfaces wanna... are you dealing with here? Oh, but I or at um, Toronto, yeah, at Toronto. I mean, turn one braking is a different surface than at the apex. Okay, um, you know, you can obviously see it uh, when you turn in there. There's just a massive, you know, gray patch compared to like a black concrete. <laughs> yeah. Um, the back straight braking zone is obviously very different than the apex of the corner. So when you're braking, you have a lot more grip than when you turn in to the apex. Um, and then you're going uphill and what you're getting on the power on that more slippery surface and then getting back to the more grippy surface. And that's the same thing with the brake zone for the next corner. Okay. Braking on a weird surface over a bump using a curb that's made out of who knows what. And then, you know, landing on not the blacktop that's on the back straight, but like older material um so it, so there's a lot of stuff like that and also manhole covers like, right you know we saw ryan hunter ray spin into the into the tires because he hit a manhole cover with the left front so there so there's a lot there's a lot there um and yeah versatility in your setup or, or in your you know in the way the car uh accepts the track is very important because yeah. you're dealing with you know what's the happy medium right like where 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 are we like if we're really good in the brakes but not quite as good in the apex like can we take away some grip from the brake zone to potentially um you know get more mechanical grip on the more slippery more slippery surface so there's a lot there's a lot there more i think i think toronto is is probably the most 
the street circuit with the most um, different surfaces. Different surfaces. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. Long about Beach. I mean, Long Beach is, is the same surface. Like, okay, Long Beach all is pretty th- much the same surface all the way around, except for the last sector. Now, the last, the last down the back straight under the parking garage things. You turn right. That's a more grippy surface okay. now. But like Long Beach is pretty pretty similar. St. Pete and Detroit are, are what, and then Detroit. I would uh, uh, Detroit. Yeah, I mean Detroit. Detroit's a fairly similar surface now all the way around. Okay. Yeah. Just a little bumpier. Just Even like, bumpier. Yeah, okay. Okay. It is bumpier. That is, like I said, I thought that was an interesting point Simon made, and he was very yes. determined to make that that his you know principle going in. Yeah. And again, very technical guy. So right. that's something that he should say, because him and his engineer work together at a very high level, and so he will have gone through every surface with his engineer and said, hey, this is what we need to do. Did you, did you talk to him this weekend by any chance? I actually did not see him once. Okay. I was just curious nope. because he talked about how much, you know, how much May and winning the 500 took out of him. And I was just yeah. curious if you, I was just curious if you, if you saw him and if he looked different now, because he does seem more exactly. energetic, more upbeat. Yeah. No, no, just because he's rested finally. Yeah. And he's got his own jewelry line. <laughs> you see that little Simon Pagino jewelry I, center there? I, I missed it. You missed out on that? Where was it? Walking into the paddock every day, Bixler jewelry or whatever. And he had a big picture of Simon What's with some watch or a ring or was he wearing? Well, it's not a watch cause he's got a Richard Mill deal. So oh, yeah. like, I don't. I don't know, but it's not earrings or he's got yeah. a jewelry line. Yeah, there's like wristbands or something and necklaces. Okay. I don't know, some gangster jewelry there. So. Love it. Simon Pagano has his own jewelry line. Well, that's how we should definitely get into these uh, these questions. Yeah. All right. All right. Go ahead. Fire away on the first one here. So we're going to go with uh, Mark B. Yep. Uh, great, consistent listeners. 70s rock best. Who decides who drives the two-seater at each race? Is it Mario's ride roll unless he can't make it? <laughs> Other than Barber and St. Pete, why does IndyCar not invest more in... Yes, southeastern Southeast races. races. Yep, oh, yep. Um, lots of fans in Charlotte, Atlanta, Nashville. They're huge markets. No offense, Iowa. Um, so the, the two seater, basically, yes, Mario. Ma- Mario probably only wants to do a certain amount of races uh, in the in the good markets, um, but they also need someone like that. That's a celebrity program for them, right? Because right. they they usually bring a celebrity. And, you know, that celebrity is probably going to be way more interested in posting about it if it's Mario Andretti yeah. or Elio Castroneves right. than Connor Daly. Like, who the heck is this guy? You know, I, I was on a reality TV show once. That's it. Um, so, Selling you know, so I, I like I, I was a part of that program more uh, when I didn't have like a full time ride because, you know, it made sense. Like I was, you know, very current IndyCar driver and they appreciated that. But like now that they've got. Mario and Elio, yeah. like those are two big names that 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 they can use, and Ari Junior even like Ari Junior, yeah, is a is a huge celebrity. Like no matter what we want to talk about in the racing world, that yeah. guy's a huge celebrity, yeah, and he can drive. So like that helps them. It helps. It helps. That whole program is for Honda's social platform. Okay, you know what I mean, like they and they spend a lot of money on it, and 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 they, and they pay really well, which is great. Which is why they want it. Which is why Mario, Elio, and Mario, that me, I I, I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so, so for, for me, you know, I was scheduled to do two weekends this year and I did one of them and Detroit, I was right? supposed to be Iowa, but I potentially could race at Iowa. So I had to give that one up. Who's, um, who's filling in for you there? I think Ari Jr. is. Okay. Yeah. So Ari Jr. is going to do it. So Ari at um, Road America. I think he was there doing yep. that one. Yep. Okay. Uh, and in the Southeast races, I mean, where are we going to go? <sighs> I mean, Homestead is, was out there last year. I mean, I would love to raise at Homestead. I mean, absolutely. But like, can yeah. we sell it? Richmond, can we sell it? Richmond, Richmond is another Richmond's one that's out there. Good, but that's not the southeast, is it? Well, it's Virginia. Virginia. It's, it's just, just the yeah, east. It's, yeah. But it's Richmond east. for sure, I, th- I think is going to happen, right. which is awesome. So, so yes, we're going to have Richmond, Nashville. I mean, that's. 
I don't know. I mean, Nashville. If you're if you're in Nashville, you can go to Barber. Well, there was so. some there's some NASCAR talk now about uh, going back to Nashville and updating that Speedway and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean so that would be cool. Maybe. But like Atlanta, you know, that's well, Atlanta would be categorized as too fast for Indy cars. I mean, it's the same thing as Texas, but um, we would probably be going very fast there. That's a market though. Um, I'd like to see Indy car in just be- Atlanta in general, just because it's, it's a big yeah. big market or Road Atlanta. But like yeah, Road Atlanta. I uh, I mean Road Atlanta is a tough one. I mean. I think IndyCars would race really well there, but again, what can we sell? It, it's all it's all a matter of, yeah. of of how much will people pay us to race at their events. Yeah. And if they're not interested in having us enough to pay for it, then we we can't go there. What's your what's your take on racing in Charlotte? Did you think you get enough interest out of those NASCAR fans there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know, though, either. But again, it's a track that we would be considered going too fast okay. at. Because I drove the two-seater at Charlotte, honestly. Okay. Which is really random. But like, When did I you did do that? A, this is like two years ago, I think. Oh. I drove the two-seater at Charlotte. Charlotte's very bumpy. Like, okay. In the two-seater, I was my hands were almost coming off the wheel. It was so bumpy. Really? So I, I don't know if we see that as much in the NASCARs because they're so soft. Okay. But yeah. we also have to think about that in regards to our race cars because if it's super bumpy, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be tough for the Indy cars to, to race there. So it's an interesting question. I, I I'd like to see. I, I think he's not wrong. I think we should just be in the East in general. More, yeah, I agree. Because if Pocono comes off, Boston would have been great. Obviously, uh, of course. If, but we if Pocono if Pocono comes off the list, there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot out East. Yeah, and I think Indy cars considering that. I think Mark Miles and the guys they're they're definitely working on that. They so. know. Well, he does. I mean, there's a reason that the Indy 500 champion goes to New York first after after winning. I mean, they want exactly. they want to be East. They know the markets are there. They just yes. they got to find the right venues. Wait, before we go on to the next question, I needed yes. you to we skip something big that happened in Toronto. What did we skip? Wickens. Oh yeah, I mean, I just wanted you to hit on that because you. I don't know. Did you get to talk to him? Did you see him? I only talked to him briefly. He's. I mean, that guy's a superstar there. Incredible. Right? So he's yeah. Trying to be pulled in a hundred different directions. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean that was awesome. I mean, he got right, got right in, and wanted to go fast. You could tell. What I did talk to him about though, he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm out there, but like, I want someone else to be out there to tell me like if I'm doing a good lap time or not." You yeah, know I mean, like he wanted another car out there so he could know whether he was fast or not, which is like such the racing driver thing. Exactly. So, so I, I love that. Obviously, it was very cool. I mean, Canadians are great. I mean that that whole uh, the whole fan base up there um, is super receptive to us. They do a great job. Um, coming to the track, I mean, the crowd. The crowds were great. Everyone's super nice. Um, so to see, you know, to see Rob obviously get to do that was 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 really cool. And you know, he's just you know more motivated than ever to keep you know yeah. keep getting out there. I was gonna say he doesn't seem like he's at all you know have been scared off by the crash or anything like that. It just no, seems like he wants not. to I mean, race. I mean, yeah, we're we're born to be drivers, and that's you know that's what he wants to do. So, yeah. All right, very, we'll very move on cool. to the question. I should. Oh, we also forgot to mention that Hinch had a really good race, going from fourteen to six. He obviously, yeah. he wants more Solid. at Toronto, but good race for him. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Next question. Um, so obviously, this is uh, Karmic Fast. Uh, how does that new partnership work with that one company? This is for uh, you, and I think yeah, so. Guess you Pat's got it. Coming. Okay, good. You're yeah. you're on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, I I I didn't actually know that we hadn't announced that I was an ambassador for them because I've done I've been doing events with them. Yeah, you've been since wearing the gear. Indie, so yeah, like, yeah. So I've done a couple events for them, and it's really just uh, it, all it is is an ambassadorship. You know, they're obviously going to be. Um, they need someone at the races to talk with their guests, to be a part of their program. Um, and you know, as they expand, obviously we'd love to do races together. We'd love to be able to, you know, get, get them to a level to where they feel comfortable enough to, you know, to put me in a car, but that, you know, paying me as an ambassador, uh, is a much cheaper expense than (laughs) putting uh, me in a car. So, uh, it starts with, you know, one thing and hopefully it leads to another, but they're great people. Uh, you know, Capstone Turbine Corporate. I mean, those guys are, 
those guys truly enjoy the racing environment. Um, and Sean from Guess, uh, you know, has got a lot of really interesting stuff going on. Great for our, you know, world, our environment, and all that stuff. For so, sure. so it's it's pretty cool. So the 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 press release that came out that says. Uh, ambassador for the remaining 2019 IndyCar season with future race options. Is that does that mean does that mean does it have any meaning or is it really it just doesn't. like the, the mean, hope that you could maybe get in the car? Yeah, I mean it's like it's 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 an, it's just an ambitious saying, right? It's yeah, like yeah. all right, yeah, we'd love to have Connor in a car. However, we're going to need to obviously find four hundred thousand dollars somehow. You know what I mean? So, okay. So that's you know that's what it is. I mean, yes, we'd like to you know to to be in a car and and we are working on it. Right. So the, you know there there's no doubt that there's no doubt in my mind that you know we're going to give it a good shot at, you know, potentially being in a car before the end of the year. Right. And by that, I mean an Andretti car. Like that's, that's what we're talking about here is, you know, trying to work with Capstone and guests on, uh, you know, expanding their relationship with Andretti and to be in an Andretti car at some point. But realistically, the focus is 2020. So, okay. you know, if, if you, if you start here, that's great. But realistically, 2020 is where we, you know, where I want to be in a car more. Okay. That's so, yeah, looking for that full-time ride. And yes. obviously, yeah. So well, you said keeping up, keeping, Monterey and Laguna Seca. I mean, I'm sorry, Monterey. Uh, yeah, yeah, technically that's one. Place. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, Portland and Laguna Seca. Those, are those, are those kind of what the maybes are, or is it not really there yet? I, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's it's racing is too crazy to to get 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 ahead of ourselves that far yet. Okay. Um, well, I just don't want people to think that you might be in an Andretti car this weekend when no. you've been hinting at it, and yeah, we also can't no, not, not hint an Andretti. Don't want to hint at the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I'll do the next one, Stephen. Kills Dunk at Stephen Kills. Am I saying that right? Yes, Kills Dunk. That's that looks right. Okay. Did Sage help or hurt his cause to get another drive outside of the 500? He Sage Karen. For those who didn't know, was driving for Carlin. Um, finished. Started 21st. Finished 21st. Had a rough go, but obviously this guy hasn't been on a road course in I think four years. Yeah, hasn't been in Toronto time. in six I, years. So it's yeah. it, and this is a and tough he, track. He broke to get. a toe link, I guess, which I think which which means he probably ticked a wall a little bit yeah. um which is you know which is easy to do at toronto i did that when i was driving hinch's car and thankfully it didn't break anything but i was like i thought it was going to be broken um the team seemed happy with him from what i gathered but yeah i, don't I mean know. the guy didn't make any mistakes so you know that that's important and it is so hard to get into this series you know when you when you've been out that long on a road course like the indy 500 is nothing like what we're doing in toronto you know what yeah. I mean? it's so so different right physically mentally um you know the cars have changed a lot since he's been in a car so it's tough, and and obviously, you know, the, you know, Carlin being you know a fairly new team still as well, you know, those guys have a different way of working, I'm sure, than the guys that he's been you know with before. So, yep, I I don't think he hurt himself, no, but um, but yeah, it's just gonna you know hopefully you know if he tries to that, that seat is for sale the rest of the year. So the 31 car, I mean that you know we obviously know awards not coming back. Yep. Um, so, you know, if he can get those, you know, his partners to continue to help out and put him in more then you know, if you do the next couple of races, I'm sure we'll see a steady improvement for sure. We saw, I, you know, just from the people I talked to smart stop, which is the car that he was driving. Uh, they seemed happy. They seemed very excited to be there. And enjoy, that's all that matters. Enjoy as their experience. The happy. Then you can keep going racing. Exactly. Right. What did you think by the way of, uh, Pato landing in Super Formula out there in Japan. I looked at the race result. He finished like what seventeenth or something. 16th? Yeah, that's hard. I mean, it's a new. St- I mean, it's new for him. Obviously, yeah. Did you I, do you watch any of that or no? I not that race, but no. I mean, I watched the highlight video on on motorsport.com or whatever. Okay, um, it's a great racing series. Like I know a lot. Of, like Nick Cassidy is a good friend. Well, of mine. I was going to ask. What, he's what in you, that racing series. Yeah. What do, what do you what do you know about it? Because I mean, those cars are. I mean, there's some good legit. drivers. You got Kamui yeah. Kobayashi. You got Nakajima over there. Um, cars are really cool. Um, but uh, 
But it, it, but you know, I, I hate that Red Bull thinks that he's going to learn more over there than he would in IndyCar. Okay. I think that's utterly ridiculous. I think that's the dumbest thing, in fact, ever. Because they only got 19 cars over there, 18 cars. I mean, the series is cool, yeah. But like, is it as healthy as IndyCar? Probably not. Is it cheaper? I, yeah, I assume it is cheaper than IndyCar. Okay, so then maybe, that, maybe so. that's the... Because it looks like an updated, like a more GP2. Okay. Like it looks like a yeah. GP2 car, F2 car. Um, with a little bit more juice. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, so I, 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 I just, I think, again, Red Bull's arrogance and the whole European mentality over America is just so astoundingly evident to anyone that w- w- looks at it. They're like, oh, why would they not go to IndyCar? Just well, pay like, for, yeah. Like, what are you talking? Like, just keep them in a Carlin so, car? It's so frustrating to me. So I, I don't know. I think if they, if they see legitimacy to him being over there, great. Um, but again, thrust into the deep zone, deep, yeah. the deep end. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do there. I, I don't know. I mean, it didn't look like it was a great first weekend, but again, first weekend. I, I was going to say, how do you, you know? You can't judge anything yeah. on that. Okay. So. All right. We'll move on to the next one. You let you handle it. Where was Kevin Lee? Kerry at KK IndyCar. Why was he not covering the race for NBCSN? I assume that, I mean, NBCSN has so many different people, so they just like spread them out all over the place. They, uh, it looks like, I think from what I've heard for the rest of the season, they might go one fewer pit reporter is what okay. I'm hearing. And so yeah. it's a Kevin kind of, Kevin kind of got, it wasn't his time this week. And then he'll be, I think like I said, I, I don't know for sure, but I think he'll be at Iowa. So yeah. there you go. Um, Adam Jensen. Adam Jensen. Yeah, go for it. One more awfully fortuitous for willpower to find the tires during the last lap. <laughs> Dixon was very close to Simon. I think he'd be fine, but Joseph Danwich was in trouble. Rosenquist was catching tinfoil hat or just a guy making his already crap weekend worse. You... We discussed that a little bit already. <laughs> you have your um, theories, yes? Odd. Yeah, it was a very odd scenario it for was, sure. It was but, good uh, timing could, for Joseph and Simon. But again, we, you know, we, did, we did talk about earlier in the podcast how the, these drivers are absolutely on the limit trying to make up every every possible second. So, yes, I could see that happen. That corner, honestly, though, the, even the best drivers, that corner, if you hit that brake zone wrong, yeah. there is no escaping it. Like, you will be in the tire wall. I will say this. If Will did it on purpose, he's a phenomenal actor because yeah. I was talking to him after the race, and he was just so furious with himself, oh, yeah. and he was honestly, talking about that no one. There's no way it was on purpose because Will, I don't think, would do that. I don't think Will would either, I, I just, even, if, even if given the order. wouldn't do it. I think yeah. he was. I think he's putting a lot of pressure on himself to catch up in the for championship, sure. and yeah. he just got a little over over anxious. I mean, yeah. he. I don't know if I we didn't talk about this, but he pretty much apologized to Graham saying yeah. on the for that first turn incident. Because uh, I mean, it was definitely his fault. I mean, I, you yeah. hate to say it. It's just that's racing. No, but he right? said it's it. Something that you make mistakes. He said he didn't. He, yeah. he should have apologized to Marco too, because to be yeah. frank, that's what the reason Marco got spun out. Even though that was an incredible yeah. catch, by the way, on the three sixty. Yeah, great spin. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, he, the reason Marco got hit was because yeah, Graham because got pushed power, into him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right. This next one's more for a media member like yourself. <laughs> you didn't ask him this weekend? No. Because <laughs> uh, I know not. To I know. Him. Gary at Kid67Y. Will Rossi remain with Follow Andretti or make the move to Team Penske? All right. So, talk to Rob Edwards after the race. Rob says to me that they're close, that Alex wants to stay, that I, again, I, I don't, and I think you can comment on this part of it. I don't know why Alex would want to leave. The team yeah. the team is built around him. They're doing great things. Like I said, six of the last eight races are podiums. It's going to come down to money, obviously. But I mean, he's got offers on the table, right, yep. from other people, which he should have. Right. But, again, why would you leave Jeremy, your engineer? Rob calls great races. I mean, when you look at, like, the next five years, right, if you want to be five-time champion or want to have the most shots at the Indy 500, eh, you know. You might be in the right spot. obviously yeah. going to be a great spot. But I don't. But but Roger would have to do a lot of work to to make it happen, right? They'd have yeah, to be, be a fourth, fourth car. car. Yeah, because they're not I getting mean, rid of anybody. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I mean, unless Will Power keeps driving to the tires in the last lap. But I, you know, yeah, 
No, but I, but again, Will Power is a 500 champion, an E-card champion. I mean, Roger just doesn't give up on those and he's, guys. And I said, we're, we're talking about how bad of a weekend he's had, and he's still fifth in the points. Yeah, like, and, he could, the points. and he could get to fourth or third. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, it's not like so, the guy's, it's still, he's still Will Power. I think, yeah, I think Alex, unless he's got offers from Formula One teams that we don't know about, you which, know, which I doubt is possible. Somebody asked that. I didn't even really put it yeah, in here. I'm not I, sure I, what I to say about it. Even, no, okay. I mean, none of those guys want to have anything to do with us. Um, so, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, unless unless Michael Andretti buys a Formula One team and he wants to run Alex, you know, you never know. You never know. Uh, I will say here, I'll just give you guys the quick quote. If you haven't read the story, it's it's been a super competitive program in the last two years, but we needed to make it stand on its own two feet. And that's part of what we've been talking about is making sure that it'll not just be as strong as it's been, but that we've got the tools to be stronger. And that's super important to us and to Alex. Yeah. So, and that, what they mean by that is a sponsor. Napa is not a full-time sponsor. Nope. Napa is a great partner of theirs. They do 12 races right now? Yeah, and 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 that's that is what they mean. They need a sponsor to be able to cover the budget yep. for the full year yep. so they can pay Alex the money and they can obviously use the the money that they need to focus on engineering and all the stuff. Engineering, yep. having yep. all the equipment they need, having all the testing they need. Yep. Yeah. All the you know aero days they want you know stuff like that. So yeah, they they're, they're working on that. And again, it sounded like I, I I didn't quote Michael. Somebody else did, but it sounded like Michael's optimistic. Rob sounded optimistic. I think yeah, Alex. I'm sure, I, they'll be fine. I think Alex wants to come back. I think that's what's going to end up yeah. happening. So we could have some other silly season things happening. I think there's there's been some fun stuff, some fun rumors floating around. But oh, I think it could be real interesting. I was going to say even beyond because I, I I that's that the thing. And I'll just I'm going to Rob Robin and you know because Robin's a big silly season guy. and I love Robin. Oh yeah. But he keeps saying how Alex. I is, actually saw Rob. And almost get in a physical scuffle with Alex and his dad in the pit lane. Did he ask him again well, about oh, the yeah, thing? Yeah. As, uh, he's asked and, so many times. And, and Robin's like, "You got to talk about it." I mean, so we're, everyone wants to ask, and Alex is like, "No, I'm not going to talk about." it. He's like, "Yeah, but you got to say something." I, I was like, I thought they were shouting at each other, which is really funny. I thought they were literally about to get in a physical argument with poor Robin Miller on pit lane, but it was uh, it was it was quite interesting. Let's get a tag team: Robin, Robin, and Sato versus Bourdais. Of, and yeah. yeah no, I'm kidding. Yeah, time of year, we're starting to get aggressive. No, I do think that. No, I, the only thing I was going to point out about Robin was that he's been saying that it's been pretty much Alex or bust for silly season, and I think there's a lot of other things that could happen beyond the Alex. There will be other things happening. Yes. Oh, you got you, that was the most confident you've been in. All right, well, I'll ask I mean, you. I hope. For me, no one talks about me in the silly season. Well, why not? I'm out here hunting for jobs too. Well, you want to tell us what do you got? What's your silly season? Lead? What's your no, silly season? I'm, like, lead? I'm hunting. I got for sure. Okay, I'm taking someone's seat. Okay, I mean, I hope. Yeah. All right. All right. We're like, just adding, adding myself. That would be good. Well, I mean, like I said, as long as this guest caps don't think keeps going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, as long as I win the lottery, you know, I can do anything. Oh, that I want. too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Got to keep. Can't can't win if you don't play. <laughs> <laughs> you should get the Indiana Lottery to sponsor you. That'd be good. You could yep. be their you could be their spokesman. Ricky Dunn at Dick Dunn twelve. With the Sato Bordet scuffle, how many drivers in the paddock really don't get along? For the most part, the image portrayed is everybody is buddy buddy. <laughs> uh, that's so funny, the buddy buddy portrayal. I I think that's dumb, by the way. We need more NASCAR portrayal where like people hate each other. People are like, We don't need WWE. I'm like, kinda we do. It'd be yeah. fun. I mean the the problem is you don't want to openly be angry with people because you get a moment on an oval at Texas where you're side by side at two hundred and twenty five miles an hour and you're like, Well, that guy was a douche to me so i'm gonna but you guys are all smart his air. smart enough not to do that yeah but like i, I don't i don't think so I really i think there are people that are not smart enough to do that um but but yeah honestly there there are drivers that that do not like each other for sure but we will all absolutely talk um you know i i don't like several people i really don't i i don't like the way they drive i don't like the way they are outside the track and i don't like the way they uh a lot of drivers honestly there are some drivers who 
don't care enough that they're IndyCar drivers. And that's what I hate the most. There are drivers that don't care enough that what they're doing, there is a ton of people who are not doing it full time that would kill to have their jobs and that would work 10 times harder than they would at not only being a social presence, but a better driver, just literally a better brand. And that's what I don't like. And, and so there are drivers that do terrible things on the track. For sure, drivers don't like each other. Absolutely. And you can ask plenty of other drivers that too. But. Oh, I think there's, I think, I think they would, I don't think they'd name names, but I think no, they'd definitely no say there's guys we don't names, like. like. I mean, I've named names. I was going to say, I think, I think anybody that yeah. listens to the show has a pretty good idea of who's yeah, on your right not, like, not good yeah. list. Yeah. But I, uh, we don't have to go over it. But it, does, it doesn't matter. Like, cause in the end, we're all going to go out and go racing, right? Yeah. Well, like I said, but I think, I mean, there are factions of, of friends. There's a lot of guys who are friendly yeah. in the paddock. We shouldn't portray it as you guys all hate each other either. No, no, but they, yeah, but there are certainly, you know, Certainly some unfriendly relationships. All right, the question you've been waiting for. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Andrew, Andy Jones, 6704. Who's the most famous person in your phone, and how often do you talk with them? Go for it. I don't know. I, if they're famous in my phone, we probably don't talk a lot. We probably interacted once. And actually, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you got their numbers? Uh, I don't know. Probably, this is really random, but Chloe Grace Moretz. Really? Yeah, she came to Long Beach with me like in 2017. Okay, uh, that's a pretty famous one. Actress, yeah, she's she's cool. Yeah, uh, big big into cars. Is she, is uh, but she, I don't I don't talk to her that often now. You text her? No, nah, not not message. Often. Fake I, I, I realize that I probably don't have a chance there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably it. I don't blame you for trying. I don't know who else is the most? I'm famous I'm scrolling through. Your most famous. I'm person? scrolling through. I don't know. Um, Alex Rossi. Do you have Alex Rossi's phone number? No, Mario oh, maybe. Uh, oh, Mario. See, I I don't even have Mario in my phone. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm flipping Elio Castroneves. Is that That's pretty popular, pretty popular yeah. guy? James I mean, Hayden. I got like I got like Tommy Lee and no, Dead Mouse. To- Tommy Lee's Tommy pretty. Lee's Tommy Lee's pretty big. And I talked to those guys. Not all for this. Time. Not for this generation, I yeah. guess. Tommy Lee. Yeah, Dead not- Mouse. Dead Mouse was going to come to the Toronto race. He called me Saturday night, and uh, he's like, "When's the Honda Indy?" I was like, "Tomorrow." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sweet. All right. Well, I'll come. And then he ended up working all night on his album, and and yeah, so it didn't come. How about how about? Uh, I got Danny Granger in here of Pacers. Oh, of Pacers, yeah, there, there you go. go. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm searching. Let's here. just stop. While okay, you're fine. Ahead, yeah, you got, you got Mario and Danny. I got Granger. Connor Daly on my phone. I tell you yeah. that we text all the time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> David C. Soda. DC Soda. Yeah. Any ideas for making Toronto a more racy track, or is this something that can happen easier on street circuits? Seemed like Road America had a lot more interesting passing through the pack than this weekend did. We kind of talked about it a little bit why, but well, you're I- stuck with the street circuit, right? Like I, I personally hate the new Toronto. I think the original one before that new hotel was constructed was way better. Okay. Because the pit lane in Toronto is disgusting. It's crazy and it's dangerous, but. We're still going to race there because it's a popular event. It's a good it's event. Super, you know, it's, it's a great one. Beyond the race part of it, the actual event yeah. I think is pretty cool. I, 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 was, I was surprised that it wasn't more racy. Um, but again, yellows make things more racy and we didn't have any. So no, people these weren't. things happen. We got, we, got to be, we got to understand that sometimes that happens. It does. You can't have an incredible race every single time out. So, yeah. um, All right. Daryl Stewart at Pop Culture USA. Talk about car driver diet. Yeah. It's kind of about ghost peppers. I heard you had some chips. Yeah. Not a good idea on my part. I bought these this bag of chips, and uh, you know sometimes chips are advertised as spicy, right? Like spicy nacho Doritos or something. And they're not that spicy. They're fine. So I thought it wasn't going to be spicy. It was very spicy, and I nearly died. So how'd you get over it? Did you? I ate a granola and like drank water, but like water made it worse. Well, so you gotta get milk. To eat, like, milk. Milk is that. I don't have milk in my house. I'm, I was a vegan for a while. So oh like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so no milk. So, so yeah, just you don't just eat a, ghost peppers. You just had to live with it. Pretty much. No, I, I the gran- granola helps Help, a lot. It absorbed some I, of the... I, just, yeah. I basically just ate like an entire bag of granola. <laughs> so that was good. 
Do you want to talk about your diet at all? Or are you no. Meat? No, you're good. I'm still. I don't eat meat. That's it. I don't eat meat. And uh, oh, Colin from Carlin. No, 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 no. I, no, I was going to say, no, no, no. The team manager from Carlin just, is calling me. Darn it. We're not going to look and see but who it is. He's probably just asking for, you know, my phone number. Diet advice. Diet advice. Yeah, don't eat ghost. Well, we got to we, we we'll wrap it up quick. Yeah, yeah, anyway. all right. Yeah, we, can, we can keep going. Lumberman321 at Brad Emery. I may have dreamed it, but I swear I heard that Will Power and Felix Rosenquist had an argument in the pits. Involved a slap. Maybe not at Toronto, but it. earlier. Any truth to that? They got into a little uh, tiff a couple races ago. Good. But I don't believe there was any physical pushing keep, or keep tiffing. I don't. I got a somebody texted me about it, and I can't remember exactly what they said. I can look real quick if people are still in. Why don't you go to the next Let's question? Let's just I'll say look. if it's a rumor. Yeah, for sure, it's true. It. Huh. It. Yeah. There, somebody. Somebody got mad at yeah. somebody. But I. Oh, here. At M Clemp ninety two. The obligatory question is: Connor racing in Iowa this weekend, and if so, how many laps does he win by? Well, that second part's a little aggressive because Iowa's a Iowa's a really tough one, and I would honestly just be happy if I finished at Iowa. Um, so if, you, if you're driving, keep doing that. But yeah, so 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 we'll see. Uh, I, I I hope to be racing there. I yep. think I will be. Uh, it depends on when this podcast comes out. But yes, <laughs> uh, I I will do my best. Honestly, Iowa is a race I have never finished in an Indy car for multiple reasons. One, we parked it the first year. I did it because the car was so bad we were going to crash. Okay. Um, and you hate to admit that, but it was it was literally it a, was a diabolical vehicle. Okay. And there was no way we were going to make any progress. And Foyt again. Super, super struggle with the car. Um, Carlos Munoz hit the wall and at a turn four, just lightly, and I did. The, I hit the wall at a turn four, just yeah. a scrub. But thirty laps later, like, and I pitted, and like, you know, we had one bent toe link. So it was like, there's honestly, we're not making any progress here. So let's just. Well, you've only had. I, you we made had a toe link. Bro. You made it sound worse than it was. You've only you've only done twice. I've only done it twice. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, I won there in Pro Mazda. Like I had great. I was great there in the in the support series. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think you have to have a certain thing out of, out of the car that you need in the Indy car. And, um, you can either have a really good day cause everyone else is struggling or yeah. your day is going to be terrible. So, okay. Yeah. You got it. So we'll I mean, see. 21 and 19 are your two finishes there at Iowa. Yeah. Terrible. So it's going to be easy to beat that. Okay. Got, um, by the way, I got my text. It did. Uh, Will came over to Felix after uh, qualifying a couple of weeks ago and had some words with him. I don't think there was a slap involved. There, there you go. Um, could be wrong, but. Got it. Adam, is that what we're on? Adam Jensen. Yeah. What does Lee Diffie and Santino, oh yeah, Santino Ferrito know about a rumored third OEM, some crypto tweaks, fire or more smoke. How do you both feel about Sage? Karam did. Anonymous, most of the weekend kept it clean. Perhaps that speaks to his growth as a driver and as a person. We talked about Sage. He did a good job. Like I said, I don't think he hurt his cause by any means. Yeah, no, it didn't. Uh, yeah. And like I said, as long as he's keeping his sponsors happy, that'll be a good thing for his future at Carlin. Uh, have you heard anything about a third OEM? I saw Lee Diffie tweet no. out, just pretty much said, it's coming. I hope so. I don't know if you meant this year or when. Yeah. I didn't see Santino tweet yeah, I don't anything. think Santino knows anything about a third OEM. I was going to say, well, if you heard something, I didn't hear much. I asked around this weekend, didn't hear a lot. So uh, I, maybe I'm just missing Let's the boat. Our fingers crossed, though, because that would help everyone. It'd be great. Aaron Bearden, 93. Oh, yeah. I, I, this is a good question from Aaron Bearden. Toronto made themselves into NBA champions with one key acquisition last year. What IndyCar team, if any, could do the same? Interesting for next year. Like, what? If you can add Ed one. Carpenter Racing. Is it you to add Carpenter Racing? Is that what you want to do? I think I would. I I, I, I think I would fit in well there. Really? I, I do. Uh, okay. I think they have a great group of people, great group of engineers, yeah. uh, incredible mechanics on that team. Um, I I would. Here's the here's what I would like. I would like to be teammates with Spencer for the whole year, right? I want I want me and Spencer. However, you know, I know that means Ed would have to run like a third third car, car. Ovals, yeah. But like I think me and Spencer pushing each other for the year, I think would would be really helpful. But but again. Would, will never happen. I don't. Think. I was just have you talked to Ed? 
I, I see Ed at the gym every day. So okay. like I talk, I talk to him about it. He's like, well, you know, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, All right, <laughs> well, well honestly, know. we have to. They have to do sponsor wise. They have to kind of figure and, out. You know, and, and Spencer, you know, I like Spencer a lot. I mean, I, I think you know, I think he's still got some things to learn for sure about like you know race race setups and yeah. race, race stuff like that. But like, I'm a setup guy, right? Like, they don't have a very veteran setup guy there. Like Ed Jones certainly wasn't bringing them any information. I don't think and. And so Spencer's left to develop the car by himself. So I think, again, Ed Carpenter, I, I, I would like to be a part of that team. And I, and you know, I think that would be, that would be a huge, um, that would, that would be, that would be a really good relationship. I think you but, think you could turn that like, I mean, like it's a Spencer, I, I mean, think again, but, I, I'm not going to put myself on that level to where I'm turning, turning into a championship, a championship yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I think that we would work well together. It was the same, like me working with TK at Foyt. Like, I think that would have been a good pairing. Um, because I know what I can do, and I mean, it doesn't matter what people think about me or not. Like I, I know what I can do. I know what people can do. Um, but uh, but if let's talk about you know, aside from me, I think Ganassi. I think Ganassi struggles with two cars. You, I, I think they're not getting enough information. Call. I think if they if they have a third like Penske, um, it can't be a pay driver. It can't just be someone who's you know showing up with a ton of money just to drive in circles. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but if they like went out and acquired someone, well, you like, know, like who Alex, was quite good. if that well, was happening, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, saying, like but Alex, well, yeah, I mean, Alex goes to Ganassi. That's huge power. Well, I shouldn't. Operation. But to be to be fair, Ganassi is already a championship program. Yeah, they are. They yeah, won I last mean, year. They I mean, won. Yeah, they won. <laughs> but I think I think in the long run, you know, Felix is going to get better, and oh, that sure. could be a very strong two car team. But I, sure. I think when you look at like the three car and four car teams of Andretti, they have a lot. They have more information coming in. So it depends on how you know how you quantify information. So. Okay, that's, that, that's interesting though. I like the idea, yeah. and uh, keep talking to Ed. That'd be an interesting thing for you. Yeah, I think it would be not cool. that I'm like, like I said. I don't want to advocate yeah, for anybody anybody losing their job either. By but the way, also, but also yeah. I'm from Indiana, and all of America and Indiana would appreciate me driving Fred Carpenter. That's a hundred. That, that's cool. That's a good little connection. Actually, good, everything that makes the most sense in racing though will never happen. So that's that's how you that's how you learn what deals are going to happen in racing and what deals don't. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Gibbs uh, Haggerty at Deb Hag. Was I was wondering if there's any type of penalty fine for hitting or running over equipment in the pits during practice or qualifying. Also, while as a middle-aged woman, I am not your desired demographic. I really enjoy <laughs> listening to the two of you. You are our demo. I was going to yeah, say, why not? You. You, we have a big demo. What's this? <laughs> yeah. well, do we target everyone? Yeah, we're all inclusive. Uh, um, and there's uh, there are fines. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. But like in in the pits, you don't really, you know, you have enough time to clear everything out of the way, really. But uh, well, I think there is, you know, if if people are running over stuff in the in, in practice or qualifying, I do believe there is penalties or some sort of something going on. It's definitely on a fine sure. for the race if you do it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I'm not positive about the practice or qualifying. I can look into that. Sorry, Debbie. I will should have prepared better on that one. I will look later. Uh, yes. Mark at MMB99999. A lot of nines. Yeah, I, a lot of nines. Oh, IndyCar, can you – oh, wait. Can you run over a hose with the front tires? I think – and it's only the rear tires that you get penalized for. Do you know this one? Because I don't know. Um, I don't. Well, I think if you're running over it with the front tire, you're going to run over it with the rear. But I, uh, I do, I do not know that. I don't know the difference I in mean, penalties I see that though. There's post race fines, yeah. three different ones. Um, Beach, I know. So that doesn't one. really matter, honestly. Yeah. Post race fines, but um, no. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Okay, well, let's look into that. Usually, if you're hitting pit equipment, there's someone is upset about it. Whether it's Rocket, whether it's the race. Oh yeah, factor, yeah. It's it, well, it's dangerous. Rocket's it, always upset. It about can go that. shooting somewhere and it can yeah, hurt somebody. Not it's not good. So I, I will yeah. look into what the penalties are because I really I don't know yeah. for sure. Um, Andrew Stewart, this is an interesting question. I thought, yeah, uh, Stu Baca underscore six one four. Do teams get fresh chassis every year? Can they age out like engines do with mileage? Do smaller teams buy secondhand from larger teams? So that's a good question because I had. Uh, 
so my car for the Indy 500 this year, um, it was Ryan Hunter Ray's winning chassis from 2014. Really? Yeah. So so Ryan Hunter Ray won the Indy 500 in 2014 with that car, and it's still in circulation. That's, um, is that the, gone, like the first year of the DW12, wasn't it? Or like right no, in? like second year. Second year. Okay. So. So my car was very old, and 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 what happens is like they they get they get crashed and they go through a you know they go through a process of you know they they test the rigidity of the chassis they test right. the strength of it they get repaired you know cars get repaired all the time you you can repair a lot of chassis that have been tubbed um, sometimes people think like honestly in the fifth car Andretti situation they give you the fifth best car like well, it's, yeah. it's not going to be you're not going to get a new car you, like ryan had a new car i think for this year for this event okay for the 500 yeah um because sometimes they do age out yes like if they've been crashed a lot like if, if, if you've gone through like a tub you know that's not going to get reused unless it's like a very small indentation on the tub or okay. something like that um but a lot of these chassis have been around a long time because you know they can get repaired they can get reused and obviously they found my car was a good one because they painted it yellow right after the. My oh, she's gonna was say done. Ryan, so Ryan. Ryan got it back after that it. on the ovals. Yeah. yeah, so so that car is back in circulation. Well, that means it's. I mean, it's got um, pretty good shelf life. These yeah, things. Yeah. So that's the that's the good part about IndyCar's sort of program is that the shelf life is good. There are some people who are convinced that if you buy new cars, they're going to be better. I, I totally no evidence of that wrong. for you. Okay, yeah, okay, I mean, it's wrong. So so do people do? So, but there are differences in chassis. Sometimes you will go to a different chassis, and all of a sudden it's like. Well, how is this way better? You know what I mean. But sometimes, even if you measure it on the, you know, on 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 however you know you do measure it, sometimes there are differences between chassis for sure. Are teams buying them from other teams, um, smaller teams, I, for instance? I, I think so. Or are they yeah. just buying new chassis when they like a new team comes? Like Carlin comes in, are they buying that from? Like, they are buying old equipment I believe, sometimes. I believe Carlin didn't buy new cars. I don't. Think I, so I think they either came from like Herda or like um, or someone who is yeah. gone. Now you know what I mean, yeah. or, or Dry Rainbow. You know, Dry Rainbow's got chassis, I'm sure. Yep. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, interesting question. Good question, Andrew. Uh, Jordan Brock. Which track on the current schedule is toughest on the body? Which is the easiest? Well, you just talked about. Yeah, I think the the toughest is going to be Iowa. Okay. Iowa or um, Iowa or t- the Toronto is really difficult. Um, yeah, but Iowa is also very hard. I think Iowa is going to be the toughest of the year for sure. And I know Detroit historically, because especially cause double, because of the double header aspect. Yeah. Um, the easiest though has got to uh, probably the five hundred. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, the five hundred is is really tough, and like you lose a lot of weight, and it's and it's. If the five, I mean the five hundred. Okay, the five hundred is hard. I actually don't think there is an easy race on the schedule. Not not there is no easy race. I was trying to think. Was like was like Phoenix easy on you guys? No, Phoenix. Phoenix no. was, was that the hardest really? one? Really? Yes. Phoenix. Phoenix. We did six Gs. For oh, that's a while. true. Yeah. Okay. Phoenix was. Super I was trying to think hard. of an intermediate. Phoenix was like Iowa level difficult. Was it really? Yes. It's absolutely okay. Yeah. I'm it's, sorry. It's a stupid hard. question. Um. But yeah, you got to think high G loads, lack oh, yeah, of okay. rest. Okay. Um, but yeah, there are no e- no easy races. I think Indy would probably be considered the most doable. Does St. Pete feel the best because you're just fresh and new and everything's ready no, to go? St. Pete's actually one of the hardest. Really too? Yeah, because you're not race you. fit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right? Once once you're in the middle of the season, then you've been racing, so your your race fitness is going up. Okay. But it doesn't matter. You you could train all off season at the gym every day, four hours a day. It won't chain you for what it's not like being in the car. Like what it's in the car. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, Brian Kelly. In your opinion, what's the ideal number of cars running on a full time basis for race purposes? Thirty seems like it might be too large on a track like Toronto. It is, but it ideal is, for yeah. places like Texas. 
Yeah, I, so like you couldn't run thirty cars at Toronto. It's physically physically impossible unless they made a magical different pit lane out of out of the convention center. There's literally, I mean, there are some tracks. I think others that just could not fit more yep. than twenty eight cars. I yeah. think I think twenty five would probably be a good number. Twenty five as a full season amount would probably be great. Twenty five, twenty six. I think that's probably yeah. where you want to max out. It's, it makes for good competition, safe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd love to see thirty cars at every race. Right, who, that would be wouldn't? amazing. Yeah. But like, but yeah, you'd have to rethink a lot of, you know, like like. I remember that crazy pit lane at Baltimore, right? Where there were some yeah. pit boxes on the left, some pit boxes on the right. Like yeah. that's, you know, that's kind of the crazy stuff that you would end up having to do. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to go to different tracks, honestly. Yeah, no, I yeah, think exactly. 25 would be a good, healthy amount for the series if they, if they were going consistently yeah. like that. Yeah. All right, I think we got our last question. Wait. Oh, no. This is another from Stephen Kilsdong. Yes. Second question. Every entry in IndyCar today has a talented driver, talented engineers, the same chassis, and similar horsepower. The result is... Oh, boy. Is he mad? The result is a parade of cars going the same speed with very little passing going on. I don't think that's always true. What needs to be done so that drivers can overtake one another more easily? Yeah, I don't think that's true because no one's overtaking in Formula One. (laughs) I mean... Our racing is still better. The only thing that I think needs to be done, though, is if you're watching on TV, I think NBC has to not focus on the leaders so much. Yes, it's important. I know they're leading, and maybe something will happen, but like... There are many times where I was watching on the back straight just myself, yeah. and you can hear when cars are on overtake, and you can and like there there are people doing stuff. So yeah, I think honestly, and I I thanked NBC for looking at more racing back in the pack. I think it was Road America. They did a good job. They of did doing yes, that. but they had Toronto. To I mean, they were just looking at the leaders the whole time, and 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 I think you know that is important. But like, if you're going to broadcast a race, there's a lot of racing going on in this race. So I think that I think we just need to get a broader view of the race what because I- yes, you know, you're right. But like, our racing is still way a hundred times better than Formula One, and and NASCAR. I mean, NASCAR is NASCAR. It's, it's going to be. I, I mean, I don't even think we can compare ourselves to that. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I just think if we get a broader horizon of the TV of sort of of the TV from the TV guys, then we'll see, you know, people are like, oh, wow, there's actually a lot going on. To your point, I just want to say that I, I said Colton Herta was quiet all week. He went from 16th to 7th. Yes. Like, I didn't see much of him during the race. I didn't see one. Yeah, not one, not one moment. We so. were, you and I both said, we'd like, hey, where did Graham come from? How did he bounce all the way back? I, yep. don't, th- I don't think we saw a lot of Graham. We needed to focus on, uh, I, I think, you know, and again, I'm I think not, NBC I'm does generally director. does a good, yeah. I think NBC does a really good job yeah, generally. I'm not Terry Lingner, so I don't, I don't Terry know. does a great job. He's, Terry does a great job, but like. It's, occasionally you're right. I think you got to focus on leaders because, you know, sponsors are paying to be in the lead, right? Like, that's important. And championship season, you're talking about those guys. who are, you know, there are sponsors on these cars who are paying to be in the field and like. Yep. There's a lot of battling going on, so I just wish that there would be someone either at every corner who's like, "Yo, guys, we got something going on here." Doesn't matter if it's for seventeenth because it's entertaining. Yeah, and like, you know, you just got to see it. I agree. You just got we got to see every every move, and I, that would be fun. I agree. Like I said, I think there's. I, I don't think. I mean, NBC would say they've got it perfect. They're they're working yeah. on it. Like I said, I thought it was. Sure. I wish. Yeah, I wish we'd seen a little more of those guys, but I do think they've done a good job overall. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's all of our questions. That's all of our time. Yeah, you got to get out to Andretti. Multiple things. All right, enjoy yourself. I think we'll be back. We'll talk about Iowa, the race you may or may not be participating in. Yes. Um, Talk ahead. Probably will be (laughs) ahead of Mid Ohio. Uh, Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, you'll have some time next week. We can talk about the race and preview Mid Ohio and do all those fun things. So, all right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Thank you, Connor, and we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you, guys. 